This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, indeed. Welcome in to Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Coming to you live from... Rouse's Markets on Chapatulas 4500. Chapatulas is where you can find us. We will SEC you at Rouse's today. <laughs> Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics, along with Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick, and, of course, alongside is the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair. And we are kicking off what's going to be a frantic, frenzy weekend of football in the south for yes. Louisiana, starting today with the LSU Tigers taking on the Georgia Bulldogs in the SEC title game, and then parlaying it into tomorrow for Saints yep. and 49ers. So, fellas, buckle up. This is going to be fun. I'm buckled up and ready to go, man. I was buckled up last night. Here's something that you don't know, Christian and Bobby. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yesterday is December 6, um, 2019, right? I was born September – I'm sorry, December 6, um, 1976. So my wife surprised me with a birthday party last night. And all of my partners, Rondell, Mealy, Anthony nice. Skinner, awesome. um, my aunt, Samantha, my mom was there, um, Ona Miller. I mean, just people everywhere. I was so surprised, and, and I want to thank her for that. I just I was thinking I was going to Texas de Brazil, but I ended up going to Texas Bree, the, uh, de Brajon. Okay. <laughs> and everybody was just sitting there, and it was really, it was really a, a beautiful thing, so I just want to tell her thank you. Well, happy so, belated birthday, man. So happy thank belated you. birthday, thank and you, you know what's going to occur uh, this Tuesday, December 10th? What's that? The founding of the Hoodat Nation. Nice. 13 years, yep. and December the, uh, the 6th. And we whipped the cowgirls. Yeah. Oh, talk about the cowgirls are dysfunctional. What in the hell is wrong with that team? They so, so they're garbage. They're, done. they're, they're hot garbage. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, come Tuesday, yep. go to Rouse's, uh, get a birthday cake, and you, you can even uh, throw in a candle for Herb. Yep. But then you go in there and celebrate the Hoodat Nation. Uh, the December the 10th, 2006, be 13 years. So it's great times. This is unbelievable football for Louisiana. Yes. It's a smorgasbord, man. No, it's unbelievable. It's, you, know, you look at LSU, SEC championship yep. game. You look at the Saints, what they're playing for, number yep. one seed against the 49ers. You look at Nickel State, yep. Southeastern. You look at Louisiana Lafayette. Yep. They're trying to overtake Appalachian State. Yep. No, it doesn't get any better than this. I, I heard, I, I joked to Christian. I said, I don't know. If the Saints win the Super Bowl and LSU win the national championship, why am I why am I still going to work? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, well. I mean it'll go be downhill. I shut mean, it down. To say to have it on that level yeah. it, it is unbelievable. It, it just goes to show you a special season this year. And it's very doable. I mean, you know, you got yes. you got Sean Payton who's doing some magical things and has been doing magical things, and then Coach O, as you call him, Bebe, is making things happen. And the one thing that Christian and I are always talking about is Coach O did exactly what he said he would do. He would bring in a great offensive mind. And also couple that with a great defensive mind. Modern and offense. And then himself recruiting, right? And then also the one thing that's impressed me the most about this LSU team is the fact that they have um, they have no fear of anything. 
and, and I, I know you know what I'm talking about, Bobby, is yes. when you walk on the field and you just have a confidence level in you that tells you that it doesn't matter who's across the field. When Nick Saban was across the field, they didn't care. Right? That's a Joe Burrow effect, though. I, I think a lot of that permeates – his confidence permeates throughout that team. I think it starts, in my opinion, it starts with Ogeron first. And then it travels down and it bleeds through your top player who's a who's a not 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 he doesn't have to be the top player physically on the field, but he's the guy in the locker room, he's the guy that's on class every day, he's the guy that everybody will break down the wall for no matter what, and that is Joe Burrow. Well yeah, the the bottom line is uh the proof's in the pudding of yeah. just when you make plays. And and you could be a vocal leader. Yep. But if you're a vocal leader and then you make uh, or should say you want to put make plays on the field, then be a vocal leader. Uh like like Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis and the Ravens, man, and whatever he said is like an E.F. Hutton. Uh, <laughs> people listen. Yeah, yeah, they listen. So when Joe Burrow right now, because they know he's backing it up, whatever he says, whatever Coach O says, everybody's tuned in. They dialed yep. in, and that's where LSU's at right now. Bobby, by the way, I wanted to remind you, we are in officially uh, Herb Tyler's fishing reservoir. This is where he does his fishing. Yeah, this is um, Lake Rouse's. Yeah, this um, is Lake Rouse's. He doesn't go, he doesn't go fishing. Except for well, he doesn't have to because Rouse brings the fish Thank to you. him. Right. Thank right. you. So I go and I, and I get my little basket and I go into the, I don't even know what you call the area, the fishing area. The seafood, seafood area. Seafood area, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I go eat to get my catfish or I get my, my, my salmon. Or, or I, like I told you earlier, I get a little fancy and I actually buy the, the salmon in a bag with the asparagus. And oh. all I got to do is pop it in the oven, baby. Man, that, that, it, it, easy. easy. And, and I know your wife loves you for that because it's less work for her. Absolutely. I'm the one that cooks it most of the time, but that's all right. She knows how to pop the bag in the yeah. oven, so it's good. We are at Rouse's 4500 Chopper Tools, a.k.a. Rouse's uh, Reservoir for Herb Tyler's Fishing there you Endeavors. Go. Come on. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. We will SEC you at Rouse's today here on WWL. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show live from Rouse's Markets, 4500 Chapatula Street. We will SEC you at Rouse's today. Come get your beer, your wine, party platters, chips, and much, much more here at Rouse's, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, former LSU quarterback Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick, getting you set for LSU and Georgia today in the SEC championship game. We will be here until 1 o'clock, and we'll hand things off to the LSU Sports Radio Network starting at 1 p.m., and they'll lead you up to kickoff with Chris Blair, the voice of the Tigers, at 3 p.m. from Mercedes-Benz, uh, excuse me, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. And you heard the highlight there of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. How good has that guy been this year? He's been, look, 182 attempts for 1,233 yards, and he's got 16 touchdowns. That's how good he's been. <laughs> we hadn't had a back really like that since, what, Fournette, I'd say? I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not comparing it to Fournette, but – in this offense, he's a friend. Without a doubt. Uh, you know without I mean? a doubt. And I think he's gotten better as a pass receiving uh, running back. Yes. But when you look at this LSU offense, and I think uh, this could be huge again today against Georgia. you got to still be able to run the ball. You, Georgia might be unbelievable against the run, but we still have to be able to run the ball. If you look, if you look at Georgia, that, that's one thing. Uh, they're the best amongst the best when you consider how well they've played against the run. But uh, we're still going to have to be able to attempt to run the ball yeah. and have production. You can't pass every play. But I'm looking uh, look at LSU right now. The first SEC team with a 4,000-yard 4, passer mm-hmm. and two 1,000-yard receivers in Jamar Chase, yep. right on the 1,500 yards, Justin Jefferson, 1,200, and C- Clyde Edwards-Hilaire 
1,233 yards. Is this a video game? Yes, it is. I mean, it is unbelievable when you look at that kind of production. Now, the one guy plays way bigger than his size, too. Well, well, with that even being said, because he's done it for two seasons, and and, and, and Hilaire's come out out of the blue considering where he's at. You know, I think it's better than him when healthy. I'm just looking from NFL uh, standards, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is an NFL running back Mm -hmm. for Georgia. But you know what? It doesn't matter when you play a team. And uh, if you look up. at the, yeah, is, his shoulder, shoulder. Oh, my yeah. shoulder. I mean, come on. Right. I, I, I'm not. So As what? As a running back, though, if you're dealing with a shoulder injury? Because, Christian, you know why? Because the last two seasons he was the most physical running yeah. back in the SEC. Now he has a shoulder injury. Especially, and he's going to play, but he's going to be limited. And, and, look, especially the type of offense that they run. They run an eye formation offense, and they run the ball downhill. That's not good for a running back like that. No, but your shoulders hurt. No, they don't Man, want that you, ISO. You that yeah. ISO, no. Give me, I don't want 9 on 7 today, Coach. Right. So that's that's why I think uh, Clyde will have a good game today. We're going to spread him out, and he's going to do what he does. He's also, like you said, Bobby, he's going to really kill him in the passing game. And that's one thing that he's gotten really great at. He has hands like a receiver, and he's been running routes like a receiver. That's that's pretty impressive to me. Well, and, and you look at one guy that's an NFL player. You know, we, we look at, uh, you know, the Honey Badger or, or players yep. who, who made an impact on the defense. And I thought this was interesting that, um, you know what, this has been common. Uh, when you look at the SEC championship game, this is something uh, that has occurred before. You know, we played uh, five times in SC Championship, and LSU, this is like their second home. We are now 4-1 and one mm-hmm. in title games and 2-1 and one against the Georgia Bulldogs. Yep, yep. So you look at the big games. One guy that can hang, and you see him on Sundays, J.R. Reed, one of the best defensive players in the country to safety, uh, on the, one of the best defenses. Now, what's going to be interesting, they haven't played LSU now. Yep. But Georgia, number one against the run, only giving up 71 yards a game and overall 257. They're number one. But, again, I say they have not played LSU. Well, because, Herb, even Auburn, look at their defense. Yeah. Uh, LSU still gets over 500 yards of mm-hmm. offense. Yep, yep. I mean, so. You're not going to stop this offense. You may slow it down a little bit in the first quarter or maybe even going a little bit into the second quarter. But after that, these guys explode. Complete. What, what happened last night? With Utah and, 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 Oregon. and Oregon. yeah. Utah came in as what? This stout defense, and they was going to do this. They are going to shut this down. And they still trying to figure out how to tackle number seven. They and can't they, do it. And, and, and I think this is what we're going to get exactly. today. In the strength versus strength. LSU averages 48 points a game. Georgia's yeah. only given up 20 points in, in a game. One time this season, that was a loss to, uh, to uh, South, South Carolina, Carolina. in yeah. overtime. Yep. So this is a stingy front. And, look, it's different than Auburn's. Auburn's. Front four might be better than Georgia's, but the overall defense of Georgia's in terms of the secondary, guys in the, in the secondary that can match up with Jamar Chase, Justin yep. Jefferson, et cetera. But I think Thaddeus Moss is going to be a big factor he in this be. game. No, you're right. And the thing about it, though, you can have a stout defense, right? But this day and age in, in football, offense matters. Yes. Defense does not win championships like it used to, like it used to. Well, It still matters now. The, but, but, look, their defense can be athletic. They can be fast. They can be right. strong. But guess what? Our offense could be the same. Well, the only reason Georgia even has a chance and uh, Jake yeah. Brown needs to have a Florida-type game, he, he has to have that to even have a chance. Let me tell you, like Jake Fromm, uh, I'm looking at his career, ha- has gone 1-5 when he has thrown at least 30 passes. Right. 
So listen, you, 30 pass attempts or more, they've only won one out of five. So no. you don't think whether Swift's healthy or not, they're going to want to run the ball. If, if you look at it, he completed less than 50% in, in each of his last four games. What? In this day and age? Come he, on, you, you have to be at least 60%. At least 60%. He yeah. has not played well. He's been uh, uh, turnover prone. Um, he's just not been sharp at all, in my opinion. Since his freshman year at Georgia, he has not really truly elevated or gained any traction to get better than what he was his freshman year. He, now, I mean, he's a turnover machine. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, he, he came into this year, remember now, probably a first, second-round pick. Yes, he was. Talk well, to well, if you look at it, though, uh, like you said, the South Carolina game, turnover machine, yeah. he turned uh, – the, the Bulldogs, should say, turned the ball over four times, and he tossed three interceptions. Now, that, you know, that was the only picks he had this season. It was all in one game was against the Gamecocks. So, uh, I look at the Tigers. They forced 18 turnovers this season. And we're looking at the So, uh, so I'm going to tell you right, right now, if, 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 if I don't think he'll play as bad as he did against South Carolina, it'll be a blowout. It, it'll be like, the, you know, the networks don't want that. They want it to be entertaining. But, boy, talk about laying egg. Christian, I don't know if I've ever uh, witnessed that, that you think a quarterback, he's mature, he's protecting the football, and all the interceptions he has in one game. And three just so happened to yeah. be against South Carolina. <laughs> they're gonna another loss. part of the reason why they're gonna want to run the ball is they want to. They're trying to. They're trying to take the air out of the football. They right. want to keep Joe yes. Burrow and that offense without a doubt. Win line. time and possession and all that. Yep. That's what they're gonna try to win this game. All right, yeah. we'll step away and come back. We'll have NFL analyst and college football analyst Mike Detillier next on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show live from Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, forty five hundred Chapatulas. At Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics is where you can find us. We want to SEC you at Rouse's today. Come on out, get your beer, wine, party platters, chips, and much, much more. Also got some quesadillas here with the avocados. They had, they're setting a Guinness World Book of Record of avocados over here at Rouse's. It came in on Wednesday. It was gigantic. It's obviously been picked over a few times now, so the, the stack is, uh, is getting a little, a little smaller. Nonetheless, now time to welcome in Mike Detillier, NFL and college football analyst. Mike's insights into today's game brought to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, keeping you safe in the game. Mike, are you ready for this smorgasbord of football for the next 48 hours? you damn right I'm ready. <laughs> Man, I've been, it's been a long time since we get to cover the SEC championship game from the LSU perspective. So, yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Mike, would you imagine that? For Georgia, their path to victory is ultimately keeping LSU's offense off the field and establishing the run of the game. They're going to they're gonna stay with it for four quarters. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, you know, uh, again, I think, you know, Georgia has a certain identity to them, uh, you know, and, and that's going to be the case with Kirby. He's going to want to run the football, how he's recruited, and I always take a look at that. Look at how he's built these teams. He has spent a lot of time accumulating offensive linemen, big offensive linemen, and finding the best backs he can get his hands on. And he's got receivers, but they're sort of in the backdrop of all of this. They heard us suspended. (laughs) Yeah, and he wants to run the ball. Now, think about it. Last year in this past spring, he had three wide receivers and a tight end picked. Has that offense been dynamic throwing the football the last couple years? No, it hasn't. Nope. nope. It's always been about running the football. Yeah, you'd say old school uh, with with the even eye formation with that lead back. Exactly what it is. 
And, and when will you get another quarterback like Fromm who fits that? He's a pro-style quarterback. Uh, he throws from the pocket. He's protected by these five blocks of granite uh, up front. And yet what they're known for is running the football. That, that's what they want to do. And so the key today for me is all around one dude, and that's DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Now, how healthy he'll be, how things will go with him remains to be seen. But if he said a minute from now, I'm going early for the NFL draft, he'd be my top-ranked running back. He's yeah. kind of a shortcut guy. He's a little over 5'9". Um, he's well-built, uh, really powerful in the lower body. He can cut the edge as a runner. And he's got some giddy-up man out in the open field. But what's impressive with him is he's not only a speed back, he runs with power and body lean in between the tackles. Man, he's a load to bring down, and he adds this element. And it's something LSU is going to better watch today. He can catch the football coming out of the backfield. He is really good at it, and I think Georgia feels they can maybe get a matchup that favors them with Swift coming out of the backfield against LSU's people, whoever they're going to use to try to stop him. But it, it all starts up front. It all starts up front with their offensive line, which is as good as advertised. And, guys, if they told me you can take one guy off that team and you can have him on your team, give me 71. Give me Andrew Thomas. He's the best left tackle in the college game. Mm -hmm. He reminds me so much of Trent Williams when he came out of Oklahoma, who's been a stud player with the Redskins. Uh, He's like a 180-pound guy at 330 pounds. How well he can move his feet, his ability to shift and, and move his feet, body balance control, and he doesn't just beat you. He dominates you at that left tackle position. So my thing is, I ain't putting too many cats on him. I'm going on the right side where they have given, if you watch them, that's where pressure has come from, from the right side, not from the left, and because of Thomas. And today he would be my sixth-ranked player for the 2020 draft, sixth. That's how good he is. And clear-cut, the best left tackle in college football. Mike. My, tell me that my eye test is actually serving me right. When you talk about and describe this Georgia team, does that not remind you of Alabama Nick Saban about four, five, six, seven years ago when he had Ingram, um, Derrick Henry? He had you know really huge blocks of trees up on, on an offensive line in the defense that played just stifling defense for four quarters. Does that does this Georgia team remind you of that? And does Coach O go into this game kind of coaching against that type of a team? I think there's a lot of comparisons there. The only thing on offense, I would agree with you totally. Uh, I, I think, you know, that was part of the thing with, you know, Nick wanting to change and not change. And that's why literally Lane Kiffin was good for him to a certain degree because he pushed him into the throwing era of football where you throw it a lot more, which Alabama does today and really did good when Tua was there. But, you know, Kirby is very similar to Nick in that manner offensively in that he wants to control the clock. He wants to play in his lane of traffic 
running the football and dominating up front with those big offensive linemen. And you got a couple backs that can just kind of control the tempo of a game. And every once in a while, throw it downfield. Defensively, the difference is this. Alabama always had stars on defense. They always had a guy that, you know, kind of tilted the field if it was a linebacker or a defensive lineman. This Georgia defense is the ultimate no-name defense. Well, Mike, Mike, who would you say, J.R. Reed, uh, the guy? J.R. Reed, and that's – because if I told you, okay, uh, Tyler Clark, Michael Bennett, uh, David Marshall, uh, Tate Crowder, Eric Stokes, uh, Richard LeConte. You would say, man, what, what are you talking who about? Yeah. Well, who, who are those guys? Who do they play they for? Sounds like a law firm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty close. But J.R. Reed's been the star of that team, and that's similar to what Nick always had that safety. That, that sort of was a hybrid yeah. guy. And he reminds me a little bit. Remember Mark Barron that was there? Yeah. Um, yes. And Mark's played in the NFL with the played Rams. With the Ravens. And the yeah. 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 And so he's sort of a hybrid guy as a safety linebacker. One of the things they're not as good in, as that cornerback as they were a year ago. And, and DeAndre Baker was there. You understand. He was, he was a big-time player. He was a first-round pick of the Chiefs. But their defense is quick. It's aggressive. It's get to the football. Kirby does a lot of things to show you one thing, and then he does another. He's mainly been a four-man front team, but he always sends an extra guy. You just don't know where it's coming from, uh, where that blitz is coming from with Kirby. But he's always been known as a guy that will send an extra guy, you know, because he believes in the blitz. So that's why LSU is going to have to pick that up. Because if I'm Georgia today, and I spent my nights looking at that LSU team, I say, you know, maybe, maybe I can do something with Jamar, and maybe we can stack the box against Clyde. But if I don't do something to affect Joe Burrow, I got no shot. You're right. Zero uh, in this football game. Right. And I think that's where this may play into something Joe Brady told me in the summer. And he was explaining his offense to me, and he was like, you know, I can't run this offense in the NFL because they wouldn't allow me at this pace to run it this way. The, the referees sort of slow you down. You can't run it yep. this fast. But he said we can in college football, and he says how we can do it, and he said hopefully we can do it, is limit the substitutions. Is there a better coach in college football today? And I look at defensively that situational substitution better than Kirby. That's what, that's it, what he hangs his hat on. Right. If it's second and two to put an extra defensive lineman, if it's second and uh, third and eight to put an extra defensive, you can't do that against LSU now because right. they're up to the line of scrimmage. And, okay, and they're ready to go. Yeah. And they're ready to roll, so you caught in, in that spot. So I, I get it. Anywhere I've been all season long, when LSU played Florida. Well, they haven't played Florida's defense yet. Oh, when they played Auburn. Well, they haven't played Auburn's defense yet. Right, right. Uh, when they played Alabama. Well, that, Saban's going to figure out a way to stop Joe Burrow. Okay. Uh, when they played uh, Texas A&M. Oh, well, uh, Elko, Mike Elko's going to figure out a way to stop Joe Burrow. Well, I'm still waiting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah they get 500 think, yards of offense. Come yeah, on. Right. I think the Each pace, game. I think that's what most people don't gather. 
is how quick, and if you're a defensive coach, what do you do to combat it? Because once they hit a play or two, then you caught almost like a boxer. You can't get your hands up fast enough. And I think the most telling stat of the season for LSU, they have outscored opponents in the first half 321 to 111. They hit you with a football tsunami. And, and all of a sudden, it's like. Get off to a okay, fast start. You don't know, because it, it affects how you're going to call plays offensively, but it also affects how you play defensively. Now, you know, because you're right back on the field. Now, Mike, looking at uh, George, you got to give him some respect. Uh, whenever you're the nation best and, uh, you know, leading the SEC against the run, 71 yards and overall 257 yards a game. But like I said, they haven't played LSU. And the one Achilles heel when I was reading uh, to use the tight end, that that could be a weak weakness to Georgia defense or really a large, uh, big receivers over the middle of the field. I'm looking at the Notre Dame tight end when they played Cole Kimmett, if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Nine catches, 108 yards. And then you look at uh, Kyle Pitts, the Florida tight end. He had four catches for say, 78 yards. So it could be a big game for Thaddeus Moss. <laughs> Because one of the things, Bobby, they do is if you blitz, guess what? There's one less guy in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. You know, so now all of a sudden, who's going to cover the tight end if you have an athletic tight end? And, and that's the thing that Kirby has always felt. Okay, yeah, occasionally we may catch a guy like Pitts at Florida. Or we may catch a Byron Edwards at South Carolina. Or we may catch Cole at Notre Dame. But if that's the guys that's going to beat us... <laughs> Uh, you know, we can deal with that. I, I think the thing to watch today is, and I watched seven Georgia games this week. I've watched Jake Fromm. He does not throw the football consistently uh, accurate, I should say, over the middle. He's not good with the slants. He's not good throwing the football over the middle. Where he's really good at, and this is strange, he throws the ball real well to the chalk, to the sidelines. Normally, wouldn't it be the opposite? Normally, wouldn't you have a quarterback that can yeah. throw the football pretty well over the middle but not hit the, the outside pass as well? He does that very well, and he throws the screen pass well. So, for LSU, you seeing now, this isn't just a one-game trend. This is an all-year trend that Jake has been very inconsistent, throwing the football over the middle with that hard slant, or that inside pattern, but he's really good to the chalk. So if I'm a, if I'm a corner, my thing is, man, I play up on him and use the sidelines to my advantage uh, to the most part, and hopefully they can get a rush because, Bob, I think you would agree, and, and Herb too, the worst thing for a pocket quarterback like Fromm is to have is what? Pressure up the middle. Man, you, you hate that. Because now he can't throw where he wants to. He's either got to back up and throw or move, and he's not a movement guy. They had a three-year starter at center last year in Gilliard, who's playing in the NFL today. Now, all of a sudden, yeah, they got a bigger player starting at center in Trey Hill. He ain't as good as Gilliard was. I remember talking to Coach O. He called me and said, what do you think about that kid? He said, Mike, I think he's the best center I've seen all year long. That guy's not playing center. I think LSU's game plan today is they're going to try to blitz, and they're going to come right up the middle. 
Come on, you're not going to blitz on, on the left side. They got the best right. left tackle in college right. football. Common sense right. tells you, hey, let's go after the kid in the middle. The weak, the weak link. The, the, the link in the chain that was – because that three-year starter at center, that dude was good. He was really good. And if you remember last year, where did Georgia, Georgia have success? Running the football right up the middle on LSU. They went right behind the center. That, that guy was and, – and exactly. And my thing is, why are you getting away from that? Now, I know you fell behind, but they had success running the football last year with Holyfield and Swift. Uh, so you can see sometimes that they get a little bit impatient if the running – if they fall behind. That's why I think if LSU gets off to a fast start, this is playing right into the hands – of what Dave Aranda wants. And last year they did a, a scheme defensively that was similar to what Kevin Steele tried to do to Joe Burrow, extra DBs. And I remember Coach O telling me, we're going to make Fromm throw through the branches of the tree to get the completion. They, NFL, you know, I think you go right back to that. NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier, thanks a bunch. All right, Thanks Mike. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. Mike's right, insights Mike. in today's game brought to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, keeping you safe in the game. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. The Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show live from Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. We welcome in now Tim Acosta, Marketing Director of Rouse's. He's kind of like the Taysom Hill of, of Rouse's. <laughs> like he's the jack of all trades. Tim, thanks for having us out. We love being out here, man. Thank you. Uh, no problem. I don't know about that, Christian, but glad to have you guys over here. So, yeah, welcome to Rouse's. Well, you, you, know, excited so, about, you excited about this weekend and what this uh, means? Absolutely. It's a big game. Uh, I've been been a couple of stores this morning, and everybody's in, a, in good spirits. You know, it's yep. nice weather outside and yep. big ball games with LSU today and then the Saints tomorrow. So, uh, it's great. It's a great weekend. Yep. Everybody's and, ready. And, you know, to keep the tradition up in New Orleans, it's all about making groceries. Making groceries, baby. Making well, groceries. Got making your T-shirt groceries, there, Bobby. Uh, Rouse's, because, mm-hmm. yep. you know, I got a lot of – I wear T-shirts. <laughs> you make a gro- lot of groceries, too, huh, Bobby? <laughs> making groceries uh, since 1960 with Rouse's. I uh, know this right. is awesome. You got – in this shirt, you got uh, beignet mix. You got the chips uh, that looks like zaps Louisiana to me, sugar uh, there, spice and all kind of cane going. sugar. Yep. No, no this is uh, some uh, I will wear and wear proud. you know wear and, and proud. I'm gonna wear this out of the state because they want to like because Rouse's you know to the, to oh. promote the brand all the way to Gulf Coast. Yep. You know we've done shows in Mobile all along the Gulf Coast. It's amazing, kind of Rouse's and the Houdat Nation. It it, it, it kind of. Coincides. Hand in hand, right. like Gulf South, go- mm-hmm. Gulf Coast, all the way. You yep. know, when you look at it, all, all the, the Gulf Coast. The Huda Nation shops at all the Rouse's, too. So that's it. That's it. That's all good. Tim, so, what I'm amazed yeah. by is how much fun you, your staff seems. You know, the staffs are fun. They're friendly. They have a good time in here. But also, you know, there's certainly the, the customer service is just it's on point. Yeah, well, thank you. You know, uh, you know we, we're, we're very fortunate. You know, we have a lot of great team members. You know, we spend a lot of time, you know, training. And the answer is yes. And taking care of our customers, that's our number one priority. You know, we want every customer out there to have a 100% satisfied shopping experience at every store, no matter what they're doing, no matter what the time of the year yeah. is. And, and that's what it's all about, taking care of our customers. That's what we love doing. We love being a part of the community. And then when, you know, when the community's got something going on, like right now the, 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 with these two big games yeah. this weekend, yep. you know, so everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's 
hustling around, running errands, and, and, and you all know, that, Jeff, you know, big so. game. And also Tuesday, we're going to be at Rouse's on Veterans, uh, Veterans and with Causeway. Teddy Bridgewater, right. yeah. Teddy Two Gloves. Oh yeah, yeah. Teddy. thanks for having us. No problem. Right, Thank y'all. Go Tigers. Glad it. All right. Thank Tim you, Acosta. All right. Thank you, Tim. The jack of all trades, the great Tim Acosta here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.